Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Andy Brand Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. Alex, oh no, Alex wouldn't have been here, but Catherine would have been here, but they're hurling. <laughs> <laughs> the whole family but me. Yeah, Everybody. I saw Alex's post. Oh, you did? <laughs> Everybody in the family is vomiting but me. Oh, gross. So is it, you think it's a real, what are you looking at? <laughs> yeah, look, you know, you got seven over there. Going on. We'll just keep the cross yeah. up right now. Did they eat any kale on the way? Probably. Yeah. If they ate anything like kale, no wonder they all got there you sick. Go. All right. We'll be back. Kick things off. Some great guests today. Right up to this with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Tim Lammers joins us, ladies and gentlemen, because there's no business like show business. Like That's Ethel right, baby. Merman. How are you? Hey, did Ethel Merman and Ernest Hemingway, well, not Ernest Hemingway, Ernest Borgnine? <laughs> <laughs> Different a little. Ernest Hemingway. Ernest Borgnine yeah, I, I and no Ethel idea. Merman. Did they ever have any kids? Because the kids must have weighed about 800. What do you think? Not Let's sure find out. That. I have no idea. They were married for a while, though. I, well, you know what? Ernest Borgnine liked to do a lot. Uh-huh. Eat. He likes oh, to masturbate likes, yeah, That's right. He likes to masturbate <laughs> yeah. a lot. Oh, Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was, sitting, I was sitting for, like, from you to me when he said it, too. Ew. I've, seen, I've heard him say that. a lot. I've, that's his, that what? was his go-to uh, response to, how do you look so good when you're so old? Or oh, whatever. really? Yeah. He finally did get out of the canoe, didn't he? Canoe. He died. Yes, yeah. in 2012. He did? So I yeah. understand you didn't no. see the Irishman yet there, Tommy. I haven't seen the Irishman, but I think it might be today is the day. You That's have a really to good watch it, Spanish Tom. impression or whatever that was, Tom. <laughs> well, you know, I thought 
was married to Ernest for 40 days, so... 40 days? Oh no That kids. was it? I mean, yeah, probably didn't have any kids in that span. Don't probably not. Very short pregnancy. Very premature. So, Timmy, tell me about The Irishman, because everybody I know that's well, seen it says it's too long, but it's really good. Yeah, it is. It is too long, but, you know, I, I did... The first time was uh, in a theater. Oh, you did? Um, okay. Actually, it was on a Monday. Yeah, just a couple Mondays ago, and, and Philip was there, too. And Pre- Philly didn't precocious? fall asleep. So you know that's a good sign, man. Philip didn't fall asleep in a three-and-a-half-hour <laughs> no, movie? Wow. I had, I had to get up once, and he got up once, and, and that was it. Of. And um, But no, no, he was he was awake the whole time. And then um, Mike Bryant um, texted me, and I honestly, because you know Mike's sleeping patterns, he was he watched the thing at 2 in the morning till 5.30 in the morning. Oh, jeez. And then, oh. and then we over the weekend we were we were going back and forth. We were texting back and forth, and then I started watching it again. I watched it a second time on uh, on Netflix. It's just going to be one of these movies, Tom, where it's like the first or second Godfather, where right. you never get tired of watching it. All right. I well, mean, maybe it, I'll watch it today. It, it is spectacular. I mean, and I have to tell you, I loved it. Even more. I loved it the first time, but I loved it even more the second time. Well, but, maybe but Mike and I were just texting back and forth because there are just so many fascinating things in this film. And, mm. you know, the acting is, you know, stellar. It, it, you know, it, it, look, De Niro, you put him in the right role, he is spectacular. Oh, he is a great Gino actor. Gino is great. Pesci. Uh, Harvey Keitel, I thought, was underused, uh, except for there was one scene where it's like, whoa, he's, he's for real. Um, I think there were some actors underused. Um, uh, Anna Paquin plays the adult version of De Niro's daughter. Jesse Plemons, great actor. He is the uh, stepson of Hoffa. Um, it's, yeah, it's a, just so many damn things about it. And then on top of that, uh, I found this. It, actually, I let the, the credits play all the way through, and then it went right into this... Uh, Almost, it was about 23 minutes long. It was basically, a, it's called In Conversation, The Irishman. So it's, of course, oh, yeah. De Niro, Pacino, and uh, Pesci uh, sitting in a booth just talking. And that was completely fascinating because De Niro and Pacino are, are historically terrible interviews. But when you put them in a situation where they're just really relaxed and talking with one another it was really cool yeah so yeah yeah, it so you know you can take that three and a half hour movie and add an extra half hour to that with a like a behind the scenes sort of thing where they talk about it and that was really cool so plan on four hours tom so who is the irishman frank the irishman sheeran is the name of the character uh played by robert de niro and who and Sheeran is an Irish name. I mean, but so who is he supposed to be? Well, he's this guy that is by happenstance, and I don't want to, you know, obviously give away too much, but he um, was driving a meat truck. Uh, by happenstance, meets uh, Pesci's character, who is uh, a East Coast crime boss, mm, okay. and gets to know him. And the minute he finds out he's loyal, would never rat on anybody. Um, it's a tough guy. He uh, was, was in the war. Uh, he wasn't afraid to take people out. 
Um, they brought him aboard as first as a hitman, and then he rose through the ranks, eventually to become a close confidant of Jimmy Hoffa. But the interesting thing is, you know, obviously De Niro, Italian, plays this Irish guy, and they made, I don't know if it was contacts or the visual effects, but his eyes are blue. So it's kind of weird. Ooh, that is you know, weird. seeing De Niro with blue eyes. Yeah, that would be weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, so those two are the main two guys. Pesci is a pretty big role. And then from you know, it just goes down the line. I mean, there are just so Bobby Cannavale's got a small role, and oh, I like him, and uh, Ray Romano, and oh god, the list goes on and on. What a is, lot of character is, actors you've seen in Scorsese's movies. You what, know, a lot of you know heavy character types. What does Ray Romano uh, Stephen, do in this movie? Where he's with a what's bunch that? of what does Ray Romano he's do? Where he fits guy, in with yeah. a bunch of gangsters? He's uh, Buffalino's, uh, the name of uh, Russ Buffalino is played by um, uh, Joe Pesci. He's the cousin to okay. uh, Buffalino, and he's an attorney. So he's, he's sort of the uh, mob slash union attorney. He represents Hoffa as well. Uh, and he's really, really good. I, I love to see guys like, like, like Ray Romano, who we're used to seeing in comedic roles, play the more serious stuff and he's really good i mean there's i i have zero complaints about the cast again i just think there were times where i thought they were underused you know you, you have three and a half hours for god's sake you know <laughs> right you expect more than 10 lines out of anna paquin right. you know especially you know she's obviously got the good she's uh you know oscar winner she went oscar like 12 years old or something for the pianist so um or the the piano that was a different movie. Then there's but, um, the penis. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's Roman Polanski. That's Roman Polanski. That's exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I would suggest Tommy. I mean, again, I mean, it's on Netflix. You can just. I heard you this morning. You know, an hour, ten minutes tonight. Hour and ten minutes tomorrow night. Make it a mini you know, series. I yeah, make it a, mini. a mini series. Well, it all depends because you know Catherine's got the Technicolor yawn going right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that, that was an old uh, National Lampoon thing, I think. National Lampoon. I yeah. thought that was another thing for vomiting, the technical. It is. It is. It is. Oh, she is. She's not feeling well? The whole family, Dan, Alex, Fawn, Sage, and Catherine are all hurling, and I'm not. So I don't know. Well, thank God even, I left early. Even disease hates me. I'm not going oh. in him. Forget it. Well, then this is a good opportunity for you to, to watch it. take yeah. some Tommy time and watch The Irishman. Because I don't think Catherine, well, she, she'd watch bits of it. She will not sit there for three and a half hours, though. There's no way. I'm eager to watch it, mm-hmm. but I, yeah. can't, I can't sit for three and a half, oh. half hours. I wasn't bored, though. That's the thing. I mean, you know, it's just there are parts, like Bob was saying this morning, um, where it's total exposition with, with, uh, with Scorsese. And, you know, where the wives have to take smoke breaks on the side of the road because yeah. the, a character won't let them smoke in the car. I mean, you take those things out, all of a sudden you're kind of back to 325, right. 315. Right. But it's it's a story, and it's fascinating. And, and again, I mean, just because it's that long, I wasn't afraid of diving into it again because it just, it's just – it's really fascinating. And, obviously, we know Hoffa – you know, we know of his demise, but this is speculative as to how he actually bought it. Um, it makes sense. But again, to this day, nobody really, really knows. So 
I like the fact that it kind of goes down that road and, and speculates as to what actually happened. And you said it's on Netflix and in theaters at the same time. What's the reasoning behind that? Once you think they'd wait to um, put it on they Netflix? They want to, uh, it's all a power play for Oscar votes. Uh, oh, you have yeah. to yeah. qualify your picture for Oscars. You have to show it on the big screen first. Now, you know, I mentioned this before. Um, the theaters hate this because oh god, they yeah, yeah. want to narrow the window from the theatrical release to the small screen release. All the other studios give you ninety days, right. so that gives theater owners the time for the film to play out and make all the money they can. Well, Netflix they might open in New York, LA on November first or something like that. It was first Friday in November. And then uh, it didn't get to the Twin Cities, and it's only on one screen um, in Edina, and that started on the 22nd. So that you know that was that gave us a whole five days before it started playing on Netflix for folks who wanted to see in the Twin Cities, so they can just basically and say, you know what, I don't want to go sit in the theater for 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 uh, three and a half hours. I'm just going to wait five more days and see it on Netflix. There you go. By the way. I've been doing that lately. I uh, just last night, as a matter of fact, saw that Frozen Two is available for pre-sale on Vudu. Yeah. So I spent the twenty-five dollars and bought it. I'll get it in about two months and three weeks. <laughs> That'll be great. Wow, they're already pre-selling it. They're huh? already pre-selling it. Yep, absolutely. Oh yeah, that's that's a pretty popular deal now. Thing is, huge. you know, it's but they're afraid that. This, this Netflix thing, if, if The Irishman is successful, and there's mm-hmm. no way of telling how successful it is in the theaters because Netflix is secretive about their numbers, um, right. you know how many people stream things. Once in a while, they'll say, well, Bird Box. I'm sure they'll tell us how many people right. watch The Irishman. But um, they won't tell you what they grossed in the theater. They don't uh, rent prints to theater owners. They rent the theaters, and they right. take the house. So there are just many things um, that theater owners don't like about Netflix, but you'll find an independent cinema. You won't get any of the major chains. You'll never get an AMC, at least for now, playing a Netflix film because uh, they don't report their numbers. That's why you won't right. see The Irishman on Black, uh, Box Office Mojo. So, oh, right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, I could see that. I can see it absolutely. I do want to. Yeah, like I said, may, today may be the day because it's only twenty three degrees out. Catherine's at home, like I said, howling at the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so I might. When you, you know, said yawn, I thought she was there, maybe just yawning while we were talking. I didn't well, realize. Yeah, you said the Technicolor yawn. That's Technicolor not yawn, man. baby. Oh, Ma-ba-ba. Ma-ba-ba. singing opera in the porcelain, mm-hmm. in the porcelain theater. I gotta be Praying honest to the with porcelain you. God. I really <laughs> got to be honest with you. I. And she wouldn't get mad at me. I won't give her last name because she was a beautiful young girl and became a beautiful woman. Her name was Ellen. I went to school with her. Mm-hmm. I could say her name. Her name was Ellen Burnick. Just really beautiful young lady, good friend, you know, neighborhood girl. Grew into this beautiful woman and all the rest of it. But I do remember in seventh grade, she got mm-hmm. sick. Yeah. And this just stunningly beautiful young girl. She got sick and was like, Hoorah! 
Jesus. Ellen, when you get sick, you get sick, man. That's amazing what kind of sounds can come out of a person. Honestly, you got to sound like a bear. Good God. Especially because at that point, you're like, oh, you're so beautiful, and there's like this fantasy around it, and then you're like, oh, no. Reality. Yeah, what are you doing puking? Cut that out. Next, you're going to tell me you take a dump once in a while. It's not a graceful thing, that's for sure. No, vomiting is not great. It's very hard to be. Although, Mike, my friend Mike. Why can't you be like a cat? They just kind of do it, they don't even care. Yeah, then he goes like, Bob's does it like twice a day. Yeah, my cat's like to do it on the carpet. I'm kind of glad that people don't just vomit while walking down the street. That's (laughs) would not care for that. Oh, yeah. He t- doesn't care where he is. Okay, we have to take a break in a minute, but i got to run this by you guys and see if you can figure out this brain teaser, okay? You ready? Okay. You know, coming back uh, from, from Arizona on the airplane, on Delta, they have a screen, and you can do all these quizzes and brain teasers and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, I had a real tough time with this one, so you guys see if you can figure it out. Was Dell Incorporated founded by Bill Berditzman, Bob Berditzman, or Michael Dell. Those were your options. Uh, uh, <laughs> I have to think about that one. Yeah, you know, who started Dell? Uh, Berditzman, was it him? What didn't you say? Was it you or someone else that was like, they were talking about uh, coincidental names like the I am chairman of Ford or whatever. Oh, Iacocca, was. yeah. Yeah, the Iacocca. And then someone said, yeah, but what about Henry Ford? Oh. <laughs> he named Ford Ford. No, yeah, no. They, they thought that Ford worked for Ford coincidentally. They did not. That's oh, oh for I think Christ it was a comedian. Well, that's well, because that's, that's the type of oh. question where you're like, is this too obvious? I know. I should be putting this down. Like, who started McDonald's? Ford. Jerry McDonald's. The, yeah. No. The answer has been A four times in a row. I'm not going to yeah. play A again. So mm-hmm. that might be what happens. Honest to God, you should get a job like. Deep-hitting peaches. Pittman. There we go. <laughs> what do you think? That's his actual name, it's Occuponymous. He is a pit man. He's a Pittman. <laughs> or he could work in a racing industry. That's actually probably, Pittman probably was like someone who dug pits or something in the, oh, the pit man, yeah. in the days before. Or else either that or Kevin has really <laughs> bad body whatever. odor. Pittman. Jeez. What no, do you think? That's, no, that's my biggest, like... My biggest uh, like fear is smelling bad. Uh, oh, like, me too. Like a, inner city people are like that. How would you get like that? You're not from the inner city. Uh, because I saw the way, like especially like growing up, and if there was a smelly kid in class, and like hearing other people make yeah. fun of them, oh, like, yeah. I can't be that guy. I like I wouldn't play sports at recess because I didn't want to get sweaty. All that. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna be right back more with A. Tevin, <laughs> B. Andy, or C. Jimmy. <laughs> we'll be right back. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customers? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. 
practice makes perfect. Uh, perfect? <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you're one of those folks out there still putting up with contact lenses or dealing with glasses, think just for a moment, what would it be like to wake up to a clear morning and experience your day with all the freedom LASIK brings? Well, I'm living proof. That dream can come true. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With the new year right around the corner, it's time to set your sights on 2020 vision. Get $500 off LASIK through the end of the year at Whiting Clinic. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contacts, then it's time for you to find out if you're a candidate for LASIK. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com for your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Imagine 2020, buy 2020, and let 2020 be your best year yet with $500 off LASIK at Whiting Clinic. Offer expires December 31st, 2019. Both eyes only cannot be combined. Results may vary. Yeah, baby. We're all set. We're ready to go. Timmy Lammers with us. We're talking about the Irishman. Today might be the day for me because I got to stop on the way home and get something for dinner, which basically means I'm going to get like bread and butter. Well, yeah, or you're just going to be the only one eating. Yeah. Or, yeah, she might not eat at all, I suppose. I suppose that's probably true. It'll uh, be interesting, Tom, to see if you stop at the 110 mark. I, I'm wondering how much this movie's going to suck you in because it is just so incredibly well made. Yeah. I well, mean, Scorsese is it. brilliant. I'll get home about 2 o'clock this afternoon. I could be done with it by 5.30 in time for dinner. <clears throat> yeah. What do you think of that action? And don't forget the uh, in conversation, the Irishman in conversation after. Well, I would watch that you later. It. It, you know, normally I don't like that <laughs> kind of much. stuff, but this was just so cool seeing those so guys wait. sitting around talking about. What it. is this? Is it like a post-credits scene or something? Uh, well, it for me it popped up after that. I told you Mike uh, Bryant about huh. it, and it didn't pop up after he watched it. But you just search for it. You know, you, it, when, right. when you search for the Irishman, uh, you'll come up with the movie, and then this. It's like a, it's like a bonus feature on a Blu-ray, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Everybody I know. I mean, I'm, and I'm t- telling you, every single person I know that's seen it has really liked it. So yeah, um, you know, yeah. it's worth the hype. It is. It's definitely worth the hype. And I know Indeed. Mike. Mike Bryant's seen it twice now too. So what? Yeah. Does he, he ever work? It twice. I've seen it twice. I want to know again, does he ever work? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, like I tell you, man, he's got the energy. I don't know where he gets it from, but I'm trying to think if he, he mentioned that. I think I'm going to start watching it at 2 a.m. <laughs> what is he doing up <laughs> But we were talking about it the next day. Oh, he day. wakes up really. He and I text sometimes at like 3 in the morning. Jeez. He sent me a text today, but it was at 841. You, well, are, you are going to make them regret saying that. I don't know what he's talking about, but I'm going to make somebody regret saying what they said. Works for me. <laughs> Works for me. Oh, it might have been when I when I talked about that guy in the deposition, rat going after me when I didn't do a damn thing. I've known the guy my whole life. Some people are such pieces of shit. It's unbelievable. Isn't it amazing? What are you gonna do? That's just the way life goes, I guess. I guess. Um, 
I got to say hi to Mike Kinney. Mike Kinney is a big listener to the podcast. This is the morning show and the podcast. He was on the plane on Saturday coming back from uh, Phoenix to Minneapolis-St. Paul. Could not have been a nicer guy. So, Mike, if you're listening, what's the number again? we got to have oh, Mike call in if he's listening. 612-295-1526. Oh, look who's got the cue card yeah, over there. Yeah. Happy birthday. Really nice, Tevin. <laughs> he's got it all set. Yeah, but Mike uh, Mike was on a plane. He's a big listener. Nicest guy in the damn world, really. And that's one thing I, I was talking about in the morning show. We met so many nice people, so many great places to go. Andy, I was really sad when you weren't there to watch the snow fall on the Red Rocks in Sedona. There was a huge snowstorm up in Sedona after you left. God, was it beautiful. All those big cliffs, you know, the Red Rock Mountains. The the snow piled up on there is stunningly beautiful. Melissa had to work. Melissa had to work. You got back. Mm -hmm. So you got, what time time did you get to to bed? 7 a.m.? Probably about that. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I, I think no Tim Lambert just fell down. Lambert, did you just pass out? <laughs> okay, Tim. No, no. I my puppy, uh, my new puppy just grabbed a boot and it was chewing on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they'll do that. It. It's okay. just everything. It's oh yeah. Oh, what kind of puppy? Computer cords. Oh, you name it, man. Well, get some you got to be real careful, so you don't want to buy a, a bite on a live wire. No, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, Hobbs did that a couple times. He I learned his you, lesson eventually. Because we were gone for nine or nine days, seven days, whatever the hell it was. Uh, Jude was staying staying with uh, Alex's dogs wherever they had. Anyway, they had a dog sitter. But in any case, uh, I get home, or excuse me, not get home, but I come up from doing the morning show, and Catherine is. Yeah, like I said, the Technicolor yawn. And Jude, apparently she had gotten up a few times during the night to projectile, and it kept waking up Jude. Did he come to your bed? No. But when I was leaving, he's on the bed, and he's looking at me like, would you get the hell out of here so I can get to sleep? (laughs) He's like, he was literally giving me this look like, go away. Judy, backstabber. (laughs) Backstabbing Jude, that's all I'm going to tell you right now. Jude likes to sleep. He does indeed. Um, Frozen 2 is just still killing it. That thing, it's going to be bigger than Frozen 1, isn't it? Yeah, and that first one made over a billion dollars worldwide. Uh, So, You know, you think about that and all the merchandising. I mean, the merchandising is crazy. You have full sections of Frozen stuff wherever you go. Oh, Target. And I think the problem they ran into with the first one, I don't know if they really anticipated it, it would be that crazy successful, and they yeah. didn't have as much merchandise. So they're ready for this one, man. Oh, they are definitely ready because I saw it at Target. It's a huge it's section. everywhere. I oh. mean, they even have, like, uh, one of my stepdaughters bought a palette, eyeshadow palette, a Frozen 2 oh eyeshadow palette, and they have an Elsa one, mm. and they have the two different ones. Mm-hmm. Now you can ju- look just like Elsa. Yeah, so uh-huh. they have, it's Good makeup, luck. it's clothes, <laughs> yeah. it's toys, it's... Uh, everywhere yeah, I, <laughs> my target i when i walk in the front door it's the first section to the right i mean it's not even all the toys and stuff i mean there are toys back in the toy section mm-hmm. but they have a huge toy section up 
front. Oh, God, no. Every I mean, big oh. chain store, it's just frozen to land. It thank, is. Thank yeah. goodness I have boys. <laughs> oh, Fawn is just wild about leave it. Leave your kids at home sure when you go is. to the store. Oh, it's horrible. I avoid the toy aisle like it's a plague. I'll, like, walk around the store to avoid the toy aisle if I have my youngest with because yeah. he, he thinks every time we go there, there's a new Godzilla toy, and he's obsessed with Godzilla. Sure. So, <laughs> that that's his frozen right there. I can understand that. Fawny's locked in though. She actually, uh, the the Airbnb we stayed at, there was this kind of really gigantic footstool. What was that? Would well, you think that was a footstool, Andy? That big giant thing with the light in it. You know the. Oh, mm, I feel like that was like an unassembled couch or something. Maybe it was just it was too just, weird to be anything else. I mean, it was <laughs> the world's biggest footstool. If that's all it was, I'll tell you yeah. that. But Fawn, all of a sudden, after, uh, you know, we're talking about Frozen 2 and blah, 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 Fawn all of a sudden gets up on the footstool and goes, the show will begin in five minutes. <laughs> and then she goes to the other room and changes her shirt or something, puts a, a bow in her hair, comes back out and goes, presenting. Like, <laughs> presenting. She's putting on a Broadway oh, show she did. with costume changes. She Looking costume good. changes everything. You're exactly right. And then, of course, she said, I'm the princess, my daddy's the king, my mom is the queen, and Nana and Bop Bop are dancers. <laughs> dancer, <laughs> you entertain me, dancer. <laughs> Dance the, for me, Henry. You're the court jester. You that was a court jester, exactly. You have to entertain. She is so wound up about that movie. She's already seen it. I've seen it twice already. Uh, pretty interesting. But I, one thing I did want to ask Tevin Pittman this mm-hmm. morning. Have you seen it yet? I have not seen the first one or the second one. Did <sighs> you know in the second one? You've seen it, haven't you? I haven't seen the second one yet, oh, but I've yet? seen the first one. Okay. Andy, have you seen it? Frozen? Yeah. Uh, Frozen yeah. 2, I mean. No. Okay. Well, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. So since when, uh, because Frozen is a, I believe, Swedish story. It's either Swedish or Norwegian. Okay. One of those. I'll look it up. I don't know. It's a, but it's a, it's a Scandinavian like story. Obscure black guy somewhere in there. And Native no Americans. Yeah. Why were there black people and Native Americans in Sweden back and in if like the, the, the 16th is, century? If the movie's called in Frozen, like there shouldn't be black people. Like, not there's be barely black people in Minnesota because it's so cold. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Disney's uh, a lot. They're very forced diversity right now. Oh, are they? The forced diversity by them is just ridiculous. I think it's hilarious. Just says it's a Danish. Danish. That's what it is. It's Danish. Yep. There you go. So I didn't know there were Native Americans and black people in Denmark. Sixteen (laughs) hundred. Yeah. I had no idea. And neither did they. Yeah. It says it's loosely based on the Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale, The Snow Queen. Right. So that's yeah. But yeah, it's all it says is It's Danish. So. Well, true to every. adaptation and, of those it doesn't go quite as well in the original story right and then if we if they didn't put a black person in there or a native american they'd find somebody would find some animal that talks and they'd be like i think this is supposed to be the black yes. person yeah. that they wanted no, to see yeah, that's exactly there, right. have that, that i mean it's on. like there were barely any white people in black panther and that was which fine. is as that should be yeah there didn't be any white people in Mulan. that's Fine. I, that doesn't bother right. me. And who cares? Do you think, Tevin, I don't want to put you on the spot here. No, I'm ready. But do I'm you ready. think these these highbrow, because it's all the highbrow, like, college 
graduate and college professor deal mm-hmm. that keeps pushing this narrative. Do you think they'll ever understand that black people are just human? Do you think that's ever going to be understood by them? Because before, you weren't good enough, and now you're too good. Right. Can yeah, you just be a human just, being, for Christ's sake? Right. It all swings like one oh, end of the spectrum God, or to the disgusting. other end of the spectrum. It's either we have you to protect you from hard. this big, bad world exactly. that we created back in the day. It's like you're doing it because you feel guilty in some sort of way. Maybe. I guess. Right. Why don't you just treat everybody the same? I don't mm. get that. Like when I come in the room and I go, God, Tevin's here. Right. You know? <laughs> so you do is, oh, F off. But then you tell somebody else to F off. Yeah. And so but it's, somebody it's else all the same. Right so. I'm offended you didn't <laughs> tell me to F off. Yeah, right. I think Tom's mad at me. He didn't tell me to F <laughs> off He didn't tell me to F off today. <laughs> But that's the whole thing, that that forced thing that they do now in Hollywood, the politicians and on television. Would you just let it go and treat everyone the same? Not better, not worse, the same. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you think I treat anybody differently than anybody else? No, I wouldn't Only say. Only if you don't like right. them. <laughs> well, that's true. Then I'm really nice. It was like, yeah, yeah great, go away. <laughs> no, it, it never has well, anything to do with that. You their... know, I've always liked the Tom Bernard philosophy. I don't care, you know, your sexual orientation. Don't care. Color. It's all whether you're an a hole or not. That's exactly mm-hmm. right. You know? It's that simple. You mean if I'm an a-hole or not? Thank you very much. Right to me here. Yes, if you are. Now, that is true, though. And Catherine pointed that out about 35 years ago. She goes, you know, I've noticed. Well, no, it was longer than that because it was about 38 years ago. Because it was when I first met her after about a month or two. She goes, I've noticed something about you. If you really don't like someone, you're really nice to them. <laughs> <laughs> so they'll just mm-hmm. go away. <laughs> I suppose that is true, isn't it? Oh, you've seen it too. Well, I mean, that's I'm the same way. Like, if, if I like somebody or we're getting along, then yeah, we're gonna go back and forth, and right? Talk a little fun. mess to everybody, but yeah, if, I, if you're like somebody that I'm like I don't really want to talk to you, let's just say, oh, yep, no, good, yep, how okay, have a pleasant bye. day, yeah, have a good day. <laughs> you can just go right over there. And I'm gonna go back. Over I'll here. go back over here. See, so, yeah, now you're talking. You get I this just, all figured out. I just look at people. I have the kind of like you happen to be. Like if I look at you, I don't look at you as Tevin, a black guy. You're Tevin who happens to be mm-hmm. a black guy. I don't see. You know, who cares? Right. I know. Oh, I, know. I see his color. There's no question <laughs> about that. I mean, you can't miss it. I mean, it's noticeable. <laughs> but it's like, that's not my first impression right. of you, you know? It, I don't know. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's weird how people, how people try to, I don't know, it's weird. They want you to be the same yet be different at the same time. And, you know, well, I'm different than you, but don't treat me differently. Mm-hmm. I don't, what, 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 what do I do here? You know, it's... I don't know. I still would like to know how it was back in the 50s that every, the only group we didn't have in my neighborhood were Asians, and there weren't that many Asians in Minnesota at all at that time. But somehow we all got along. I just, I, how did it ever happen? I never heard anybody say anything about, you know, Native Americans or Mexicans or black people or white people. I, I don't... Amongst us, we didn't do it. It's the media. That's exactly who it is. I I just let it go. We'll all have a let it go. Let it go. go. That's a great callback. Right right back to Frozen, baby. Mm -hmm. But no, uh, hopefully we'll get there. Because this thing they got going now with the... I'm surprised you're not in any commercials. They need more black guys to hang out with white women in the commercials. (laughs) When the hell are you going to get a job? Wherever the casting directors are. Get off (laughs) your ass. Let's go. Shoot me a text. Devin. I'll take your money. <laughs> why not? Why didn't you? Why didn't you do some acting or whatever? 
I mean, I've done like some modeling stuff and done some other things, Why don't but you not do like more acting. Acting, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not a good actor. What about modeling? I mean, you have to have my diet's not good enough to be. <laughs> my diet's like, not good enough. That's there too much. I say I'm like too big, so I'm like too tall. Oh, you're too tall, too, too broad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're very. Yeah, that's true. You're, Broad shoulder. You would make everybody else look because all Tiny. most Cause models got, are like this. Yeah, tall. I got really. There was, oh, uh, yeah. I think oh, it was a Mc Golden Light like commercial for some sports game. I don't know. It's, I see it on TV all the time now, and I was got invited back to like final callbacks, all that. And the guy that was the guy casting it, he's like, "Yeah, they loved you. Like you're just so much bigger than the girls that you're supposed to be next to that we can't put you. <laughs> we can't do a version. Here's the women. <laughs> Hey, honey. <laughs> we got to fit you all into the same frame, so uh, we're going to have to put everybody on yeah. risers. Yep. It costs way too much to have no. Devin in it. <laughs> got to shoot everything You're at not an angle. Oh, that's hilarious. I think that's wonderful. That's how life should be, man. Yeah. No, I just kind of wonder why you didn't do that kind of thing. Do you think? But yeah, and that would make sense. You're too tall. Yeah. What are you going to do? We'll take a break and be right back. Timmy is going to tell us what movies are coming up we should go see right after this. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Little white Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, just 23 days away, three weeks from Thursday, or from Wednesday, excuse me. Three weeks from Wednesday, it's Christmas Day already. I know. It's Cyber Man. Monday. Just another Cyber Monday. <laughs> Did you see yeah. the DOT overhead sign? No. It said Cyber Deals, not while driving. <laughs> yeah, not oh, while driving. Their Thanksgiving one was like turkey and stuffing over jail food or something like that. <laughs> drive oh, sober. Drive, drive Sober, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm. There are a lot of Drive Sober signs, man. No doubt about it. Um, what was I just talking about? I was going to tell you oh, something. Oh, yeah. Campbell's soup. soup. Oh, Campbell's soup. So Timmy, 
Yes, sir. When I was a young boy, we, we ate tons of Campbell's soup because it was really inexpensive. And I remember loving Campbell's chicken and stars or chicken noodle I did soup. too. <laughs> Loved it, right? <clears throat> About two years ago, I went to the store. Catherine was, I don't know, somewhere probably at the bar boozing it up or something. Like, huh? Typical Catherine. <laughs> Typical Catherine. <laughs> Picturing her as a booze hound is pretty oh, funny, actually. Yeah, I could never imagine her. <laughs> oh, you looking at? Fighting everybody. Yeah, bar. getting in fist fights. Mm-hmm. It'd be wonderful. So a couple of years ago, Catherine was out of town visiting her parents or something. I don't know what it was. But I went, oh, man, I'll be great. I'm at home by myself. I'll just grab a can of chicken noodle soup. I thought I had taken a bite out of the can. It was the most vile-tasting crap on earth. Really? Oh, God, it was horrible. I swear they changed it. I They did change because it. Because I loved it when I was a kid, too. I haven't had it in a long time. Oh, what was the the little rings? The, oh, uh, the O's? The SpaghettiOs? SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs, yeah. Like, this is a long time ago. I tried it again God, after. God, disgusting Oh, now. I was like, this is just ketchup. <laughs> Yeah. It's It's all nastier than oh okay, yeah, I'm telling you. It was it tasted like tin. Yeah. It was really mm-hmm. bad. I don't know. And I just loved it when I was a kid. I know. It's too well, I bad, think isn't they it? changed. I think they changed something in the can because they would line the cans with so. a chemical to keep it like like preserve the preserve. Yeah. But, what we need are more but, chemicals. That well, be perfect. I think they. But they said that the chemical that they were using was caught. It was like a carcinogen. Oh, okay. So I think they changed. I want to say never like gave me cancer. BHT <laughs> or something like that. I can't remember. So yeah. I mean, I think when, because my kids eat a lot of SpaghettiOs, and we had a batch yeah. that we went through where it was, like, super salty, and it tasted Ugh. different. I don't know. I can't find a gluten-free SpaghettiOs. I love SpaghettiOs myself, too. Do you? Yeah. It's got a lot of iron in it. It's good for you. In the can? Probably. <laughs> yeah. just leeches the from the can. <laughs> leeches into the pasta. <laughs> That's real. There's some taste sensation for you right there. Oh, my grandma used to cut up the hot dogs. I didn't oh, like the God, ones that really? had the Franks already in it because uh, they tasted yeah. weird. Yeah. So yeah. she would separate. She would cook yeah. separate hot dogs and cut it up, and it was way better. <laughs> God, these that hot dogs, man. I was trying to think of the last time I had a hot dog. When's the last time you had a hot dog, Timmy? Me? Uh, yeah. I, you know, I I can't remember. I, I'm not a big hot dog fan. I like bratwurst. But... Yeah. You like bratwurst but not hot dogs? Hot dogs have always yeah, made I, me I might have had one. You know, I like them on yeah. the grill. I probably had a couple last summer. You like the old-fashioned mm-hmm. ones with the bend in them? Mm-hmm. Not the straight-up ones? I remember, oh, like, yeah. the, like the Brats. ambassador? Yeah, what the hell? Oh, oh. I don't know what. They, I don't oh, know. oh, the bratwurst, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of my favorites of all time. We were at a barbecue, and I can't even remember what the hell we were. But it was a few years ago, and some guy was eating a hot dog, and another guy goes, "How can you eat that chicken ass?" <laughs> <laughs> what? Mm. But apparently, they mechanically separate chicken. Yeah. And then they put it in the hot dog. Well, it's like have, what? Yeah, yeah, they spin it. <laughs> like the bones and the stuff like spits off the bones <laughs> and they scrape it off the wall and put it in a hot dog. I don't think that's how that's made. Uh, yeah. Andy? You, you don't want to worked, go to Oscar Mayer Factory. I worked no. a, a summer at, for one of my good high school friends, 
uh, they own a meat like processing and distribution place. Peterson Craftsman Meats. Check it out. Hear me out. Peterson <laughs> Craftsman. Peterson Craftsman Meats. It's, oh, Peter's. Yeah, Peterson. Oh, Peter's, oh Peterson. Because yeah. Peter's meats were really good. No, they, Peter's hot dogs were really good. No, they they're in a bunch of restaurants all over the place oh, here okay. in Minneapolis. But right. and so like I've seen how the sausage is made. I've never saw the chicken. Spinning around in a circle. Andy, what'd you find out? Did you look up mechanically separated chicken? Oh, I'm sure there's YouTube. Videos. Oh, I know all about mechanically separated chicken. See? Well, you have your old beef hot dog. That was yep. like a big controversy 15 years ago. Yeah, Everyone the spinning. was freaking out about mechanically separated chicken. That's right, they were. I mean, it is. I bet they just put all the bones and stuff in a machine that gets the meat off of them. Because That's what they do. Otherwise, it's. Right. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you got bones there. Do you want to eat bones or do you want to eat just the meat? Well, you're right, Dad. <laughs> you sound like you were my dad there. What do you want? <laughs> I don't know. So, Timmy, what do we got coming up on the docket? So, I'm going to watch The Irishman. Uh, yeah. Um, well, next week is going to be a big week. Um, you have Jumanji, The Next Level, and I agree with you. Um, Richard Jewell. Oh, that's right. Which, Richard Jewell's coming up. Oh, man, does that look good. Yeah, what and, a, and Jumanji does too. I mean, I'm looking forward to both. And then, I don't know uh, if it, there's, you know, Cassie. I know you're a Star Wars fan. I don't know about Kevin or Andy, but then there's the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, well, and of course they have the screening for it at one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I know, I know. But you know, they do that. So I know, maybe I will. Yeah, you can do that. I don't know because Dave's going to be. I think he's going to be out of town, and I can't see it without him. I can't do it. I feel. Like I know. I'm guilty. I was not going to go see it, but now that I found out that Lando Calrissian is is gender fluid. What? Oh, you didn't see that? No. What's his name? The guy, the actor, Billy D. Williams. He's gender fluid. He's gender fluid. He announces at 82 that he's gender fluid. <laughs> like what? Uh-huh. You're 82. <laughs> Who gives Are a rat's ass? Or in other words, please pay attention to me again. Yeah, exactly. Well, he looks fabulous in a cape. He does. <laughs> what were you saying, Timmy? I was going to say, I thought that was a, I thought Donald Glover said that about Lando after the Han Solo movie. Well, yeah, but, but now Billy D is saying it. Yeah, he he said he is gender oh, fluid. He's just desperately trying to become relevant. That's exactly what he's trying to do. Which because... he could do just by being a good actor, but instead, or it's, it's just, easier to he's just. He's in a Star Wars movie. My God, how much more publicity do you need? Well, that's to true. Say, hey, I'm well, in a Star Wars. I don't think he did a whole <coughs> lot between like 1980 and now, so. That's true. Now here we go. Star Wars actor is gender fluid. Billy D. Williams uses masculine and feminine pronouns for himself. Billy D. Williams, whose many film roles include Lando Calrissian in Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back, has revealed that he's gender fluid. The actor no longer uses only male pronouns. Are out reports. I say himself or herself because I also see myself as feminine as well as masculine, he said. I'm a very soft person. I'm not afraid to show that side of myself. Williams, 82, made the comments in an interview with Esquire magazine. So I don't see, I don't say himself or her, herself. I just go either jackass or asshole. Those are the two that I use. I think Andy's right. It's just whether he is or isn't, this is a publicity deal 100%. Oh, yeah. When are we going to get also to the point, why would I care what you do with your genitalia? I don't care. Good for you. You love who you love, right? You know, no little kids and dogs, but other than that, everything is cool. But seriously, I, I've never, well, and again, I've been around, 
I suppose, gender-fluid people and gay people my whole life because almost all agents in voiceover in Chicago, New York, and the big markets are gay. The agents, almost all of them are gay. So you've been around them. Some of them, you know, cross-dressed or whatever you call it. Is it still Mm -hmm. called cross-dressing? Or dressing feminine? So yeah, drag. Like, oh, it's called drag now. Yeah, yeah. I, who cares? I I just never did understand that. Like, who who gives a rat's ass about that? Oh. Yeah, no. It's 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 amazing. The things that people still get worked up I know. over when it's like this literally has nothing to do with you. It, nothing. And then if you're indifferent about it, like that's almost just as bad in some people's eyes, is not having a stance one way or the other. Like, Although, I am upset I've never been hit on by a gay man, which pisses me off. <laughs> I, I mean, I shouldn't be attracted to one gay man. You could be a bear. Yeah, I could be a bear. That's right, yeah, I could be a bear. That's what they call yeah, them, bears. They, uh, bears is a big guy. A big guy, or usually it's like a big burly guy that the doesn't top? Like, look yeah, I gay. Think that, oh, okay. Doesn't have that gay They're look to him. They're called a bear? Yeah, I'm not okay. talking like big, you know, big tall dudes just wearing like flannel. What's the and what's jeans the other? I forget what the other was. Bear. What's the other one? Twink. There it is. I think that's what it twink is. is not that twink. Twink. No, yeah, it is. I'm pretty is sure it is. Really? It's bear super and twink. Offens- yeah. It sounds super like it should be very offensive. Really? I don't think it is. I don't. I'm like pretty a sure. Twink. It's a lot of the terminology used in the gay culture sounds like it should be really mm-hmm. offensive. But that's what they call yeah, like a big burly guy is more of a bear and yeah. then a twink is more of a smaller, more femmy. Because mm-hmm. at Union guy. at Union we do drag shows every weekend and like some of the drag queens Oh you were telling me that, yeah. Yeah, so they're like the, I remember the first one I worked like got hit on by a drag queen and like You did? Like yeah, and it was like this weird people were like, Oh you do you like freak out like well, how'd you feel no, it's a compliment. Like, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, you're attracted you're to you. damn right I look good today. Thank you very Thank much. You. Exactly. Like, no, you're not getting at this. <laughs> yeah, you do that all the time. That's a whole thing. This doesn't swing that way, but I appreciate it. This is a look but don't touch situation. Exactly. <laughs> What's wrong with that? I appreciate the compliment. I've always liked Billy D. Williams. Thought he was a hell of an actor, I and know, if he, you know, good for him. I'll never watch the Colt Forty Five commercials the same way. <laughs> oh had, yeah, man, Colt Forty Five. He had women like draped fuck. all over him, and <laughs> he had what all over him? Like women. Oh yeah, he did absolutely. He, yeah, he really worked that Colt Forty Five. Yeah, he was a hell of a handsome young man. Well, he's, I'll tell you what, he's eighty two. He still looks damn good. Yeah, he doesn't. Look, he's aged well. He does not look eighty two. He's got a cane now, but. Devin wouldn't use a cane when he's down on Hennepin. <laughs> yeah, but that's a different. I got a business to run. To. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I got to tell you, I can't say where we were, but we were staying in a hotel in Arizona. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say where it was because it wasn't their fault. So I'm down working out six o'clock in the morning. Right, I'm walking through the lobby to go to the gym. And these, this guy comes in with two women who are just. If he said, go home and dress like a hooker, that's what these <laughs> yeah. two would have done, right? So there's one guy, kind of looked like you, actually, Devin. Black man in America today. Black man in America today. Well, he's got these two white women with him, and they're all hookered up, right? <laughs> they lasted maybe 30 seconds in the lobby of that hotel. Because uh, as soon as the manager saw I was like, you got to go. Yeah, and I'm uh, guessing it wasn't their first time for either of them. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Hotel. Honest to God, if you could work it out so your clothes is even smaller than a like a one sheet of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they had nothing covered. It was, it was like 6 o'clock in the morning. No, was it the walk of shame? <clears throat> so yeah, it was probably yeah, the, kind of the end of their oh. shift, yeah. Yeah, well, they didn't even get in their shift because they manage when you ain't going to be hanging out here. 
that will not be happening. That was odd because, man, I, I don't – you don't see that. At least I don't see that very often at all. You know, I, I used to once in a while. Yeah, I forget what the name of the hotel was here. In, it was over in St. Paul. Uh, something square, but our basketball Metro team, square. our basketball team would come once a year and do a team bonding where we would come and like practice at one of the universities and stay in this hotel and have a great time. Was it Metro Square Hotel? Uh, no, I have to look it up. Oh, I can't remember else? what it was. Right. It was uh, down off a of university kind of ish area in St. Paul. Bandana Square. Bandana Square. There, there you go. Bandana is. Square. And Very so good. we're all a bunch of just 16, 15 year old kids like running around. Seventeen. So you were in high sixth school. grade. Never in high school. And this kid, this guy, like stereotypical pimp, cane hat, everything <laughs> comes in, and we're all like standing there, and he's like, "Love uh, it." He's like, "Hey, what you guys doing in the hotel?" We're like, "Oh, we're here for real high school basketball. Stranger danger is not going off for any no, of us." No, no. And he's like, uh, "Goes." I got some. Uh, I got some girls for you if you oh. want to come over to the. Oh, God. And our, high, our basketball coach happens to be walking by at that time, and he's like, "No, no, 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 no!" <laughs> like, it, police ended up getting called, and oh, this guy God. got arrested because he'd been there all the time. But he's like, "I got some girls for you if you want to come back to the room." Oh, they were already in the hotel. Oh yeah, he, oh, this was an God. established. This was an established operation he had going on. Isn't that unbelievable? He's got them all teed up. So Timmy. Yes, sir. What's what's going on the rest of the day, man? Uh, not much. You know, I'm just uh, recovering from the long weekend. You know, always craziness. Oh, I'm recovering from taking nice a week outside. off. No, I'm not nice out. It's 23 off. degrees. It's nice out. I was outside in a T-shirt already. You're more of a man but than I'm, I'm that kind of guy. I like to wear shorts as long as I can, too. I, 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 I've switched to long uh, pants now, but uh, no, no. I think it's I think it's nice. That was the funny. Sun's shining. Maybe because the sun is shining, that's fooling me or something. I don't know. On Friday, we were up in Sedona. The the snow is just coming down like there's no tomorrow. Beautiful scenery, all the rest of it. There are people in parkas and ski pants and all kinds. Guy comes down the street, shorts and a t-shirt. <laughs> My yeah. Jesus, mm. man, you're a brave man. I'll tell you that. All right, he Timmy. must be from Minnesota. Yeah, He's he must there have for been. The winter. There were a lot of people there from Minnesota, as a matter of fact, and we all suffered on the way back watching the damn gopher game on ah. the airplane. Sons of bitches. Why is it that you just know things aren't going to turn out well? Because it's Minnesota. Minnesota sports. You got uh, oh. you got uh, the Lynx. You got women's hockey over at the U. And you got the Minnesota Twins from 30 years ago. That's what you got <laughs> for sports in Minnesota. It's just so. Uh, are you confident about uh, the, the the Vikings tonight? No, I'm not. Absolutely. Yes. Are you really? I, yeah. You think they're going to win it? I think. Uh, I think. I think we're going to. That win. would be a huge be a win in Seattle. Affair, but I think yeah. we got it. It's going to be hard though. Ceiling's out. Yeah, for sure. we'll, be fine. we'll be fine. I like our chances. Kind of sad. I think Rudolph is going to step up. Hey, the good news. All I know is Tim, and I'll leave you with this. The good news is, I didn't see this coming. Colin Kaepernick went after Thanksgiving. Gee, how'd that ever happen? <laughs> what a fraud right. that prick is. Way to keep his name in the news. Oh, God, why don't you get bigger hair? <laughs> Jesus. All right, Timmy, we'll talk to you on Thursday, Pally. Thursday morning. Have a great week, everybody. You too, Tim. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, will be back with the family.